Everybody, this is James. Matt and I are still recovering from the awards season, but we will be back in your ears with a Today on Broadway this Monday, June 18th. Thanks for all your kind notes, tweets, DMs, Facebook messages, and emails, and smoke signals, and everything else, every other way you contacted us. Here is a little conversation with my friend Robbie Rizel, where we talk about his experiences working for Playbill, Broadway Records, directing, taking the stage himself, and other little tidbits. We hope you will enjoy it. All right. With us this evening, we have my friend Robbie Rizel. Robbie, how are you doing? I'm really well. I hope you're well. I am. Did you recover from the Tonys? I'm honestly still, uh, I think I'm still listening to Bruce Springsteen monologue. Oh, excellent. You know, my hometown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of all the things. Oh. I was like, are we going to get away from that one chord? <laughs> this is our favorite chord. So, Robbie, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure that the uh, people who don't know us know how far back we go. Do you know how far back we go? I would say, I would venture probably... 15, maybe 20 years. How old is BroadwayStars.com? Broadway Stars has started 1997. So that's how far back we go. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that is uh, 21 years now. Um, oh, so it's old enough to drink. Yes. Our friend Broadway Stars Good. is now old enough to drink. And <laughs> let me tell you, if and you've pass. seen it recently, it's been drinking. So. <laughs> but it's the first website I go to every morning. Did you know that? I, I don't know not. if you knew that's, that. That's so yeah. Nice of you. Well, because it because it pulls every headline at yeah. the same time, and I can just find what I want to find and get the news that way. It's the easiest um, site, <laughs> so it's the first thing I log into every day. That's very kind of you. Thank you so much for that that plug. So tell us what is happening over at Broadway Records. Uh, you guys, uh, I'm thinking that you guys are integral to the Once in This Island win because that awesome cast album. Oh, we're really proud of that album. I have to tell you, um, it's uh, we uh, Broadway Records has a, a long history with Aaron's and Flaherty. Um, and uh, I actually saw Lynn and Steve last night at an event. Uh, and Lynn just sort of waved and mouthed, hey, Robbie, to me from across the room. And I was like, I don't know what my life is. This is <laughs> great. Um, but the record is really it's really beautiful. Uh, I can't believe that Alex Newell didn't get a nomination mm-hmm. because he's so spectacular. But we're so thrilled about the the win for Best Revival. Um, and, you know, we honestly we had two of the three revivals this year or so. We we had a good feeling going in, but uh, I'm really, really happy about One Sound of Silent. That is awesome. What else is happening over at Broadway Records? Uh, we just put out My Fair Lady last Friday, and we also put out the Tony uh, Companion album, uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, a track from just about every show this season, um, and some stuff that you can't get anywhere else, like Angels in America and uh, Children of a Lesser God, the score's from those uh, shows um, that I was lucky enough to co-produce. Uh, and right now, you know, I've been in the studio with Jessica Vosk and her solo album, so that's a really exciting thing. 
Uh, the Vosk is very exciting. When uh, that is uh, coming to fruition and ready to hit the streets, as they say, mm-hmm. with the yeah. update, uh, could uh, we talk to you and Jessica on Broadway Radio and play a track? And oh, 100%. Awesome. 100%. We'd love to. Uh, it's, it's the, honestly, of, of all the things I've done artistically, it's my favorite thing. All right. So uh, I'm reading on social media there that uh, if you don't have a Pride event, uh, make your own Pride event, right? Well, yeah, pretty much. I can. I will make your plans for you. Really? Um, what, yeah, what, 100%. What plans are you making for me? Uh, so I don't it, have a Pride event. What should I do? It's called Bussin' Out at Pine Suns 54 Below at mm-hmm. 9.30 on Saturday. Transition there. Thank you so much. It's, um, <laughs> it's really a gift. Uh, <laughs> so tell uh, I, I wasn't going to go right there right now, uh, but Ju- uh, Saturday, June 23rd at 9.30 at 54 Below, yeah. you're taking the stage by storm, and what are you doing? Isn't that the dumbest thing? Yeah. So um, last year... I debuted, um, uh, I made my cabaret debut because I really don't do enough. Um, <laughs> and um, I had no intention to uh, do another one, but uh, Jen Tepper from 54 mm-hmm. called me and she said, what do you, uh, do you want to do a new show? And I was like, uh, how many nine? And she's like, well, it's the, it's the pride slot. And I was like, well, how do you, I can't say no to my people. <laughs> yeah. My desk commissados need me. So, uh, so we're building a brand new show, uh, for that night and it's as demented as the first, um, you know, I try to manage expectations (laughs) going in, uh, that you're going to have a great time. Will you learn anything? No, absolutely not. Uh, will you be entertained? hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, we're, you know, it's me, uh, my band, the two drink minimum behind me. Uh, and I have some special guests and it's just going to be a diluted time to, uh, kind of celebrate and bring some joyfulness into the world at a time when we really need it. All right. So, uh, that is excellent. That's uh, 54 below. And I will, uh, I guess, link to that in the show notes so folks can listen to that. Hey, a couple, uh, a lot of listeners might not realize that they've actually touched your work because, oh. <laughs> uh, Hey, it's a family show. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, you created the Playbill uh, Pride. Yeah, I was I was part of a I was the creative director of Playbill uh, for three years, and in my second year, um, the two editors, the editor in chief and the editor of uh, Playbill Online, and I uh, created Playbill Pride. Um, which was a really moving and beautiful thing. Uh, I was, uh, I designed it and, and created the rebranding of it. Um, and, and I held that for three years and I, and this year, uh, they've gone in a, a different direction with a new designer and they have a new editor, but, uh, I'm really proud of, proud of that. And, um, and, uh, I was very pleased to work with a company that, uh, was invested in, in uh, raising awareness and um, uh, really put its money where its mouth is because, you know, there it, it easily could have gone that advertisers would have pulled out or anything like that. And uh, they did not. They embraced it beautifully. Uh, and 
it was really, really uh, amazing to like get on the subway and just see people holding my work and not knowing. Um, yeah, was, I mean, uh, and, was and really moving. Uh, I want to clarify for listeners that that your design went out on every single playbill that was in the month of June. Uh, yeah. two years ago. And I actually designed the uh, the the magazine as well. So yeah. every every page uh, was mine. Um, yeah, three three years ago actually, it was uh, really it was something. Um, could you could you imagine when you were just a wee young lad in Florida that uh, you know you would be designing every page of of a playbill and then uh, producing Vasquez's album and. Heading no. out to the Grammys and doing this and doing that. I mean, it's just. I thought I'd be hanging out at the IHOB. I'm sorry, IHOB. IHOB. Um, yeah. <laughs> IHOB. IHOB. Uh, International House of Broadway, right? Oh, um, yes. I like that. <laughs> I, I, that's what I thought I'd be doing with my time. I never in a million years thought that um, I would be creating um, artwork for cast albums which is, was something I hold so dear to myself or that I would work for Playbill. Like that, ne- I never dreamed that that would happen for me. Um, I've been really lucky. And, you know, being that you're from the South, it wouldn't have been the IHOB. You would have been designing uh, placemats for Waffle House. Full out Waffle House. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Waffle House or Bojangles Chicken, oh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. (laughs) And you got an opportunity to uh, move from Playbill to Broadway Records when Van Dien stepped it up and said, we need to bring somebody in-house. You had been working kind of freelance for Van Dien before that? Yeah. uh, So Laura Benanti, who's a a friend of mine. I don't know who this person is you mentioned. She's a hack. She's a hack. Uh, She can't act. It's weird. Uh, Or sing. Really fat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she, <laughs> she's let herself go. Uh, she's, she was doing her debut album, and uh, I've designed everything for her since uh, 2002. Um, and uh, she called me and said, I need you to design my record. There's nobody else who can do it. And so I, um, of course, I said yes. Uh, and it came out on Van's label. And so he would call me from time to time and say, hi, I'd love for you to design this thing for me. So uh, we were at some event and uh, Van said to me, you know, what is it you, you want to do? And I said, the only thing that I'm truly passionate about is uh, preserving theater music. And if I could just design cast albums until I die, uh, that's what I'll do. And uh, six months later, I only remember this because I... Uh, the, that same day, I had booked my first trip uh, abroad to uh, England, to, to London. And um, he called me as I was getting off the train. And he was like, do you remember what, I, what you said six months ago? And I said, no, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> yesterday. What? what? <laughs> Clearly. Uh, <laughs> like, usually. That's why my band's called the Two Drink Minimum. Hmm. Um, so it's just a jumping off point. So um, they, uh, he said, he said, uh, you said all you want to do is design cast albums. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's all I want to do. And he said, well, I would like to start you. Um, and, and, you know, he sort of spelled out what the job is, et cetera. And I said, that is incredible. Uh, I just booked a non-refundable vacation to London in February. And um, so he worked it so that I started 
the day that I got back. And um, I've been there for two and a half years. I love it so much. That's awesome. See that? Did you did you uh, envision it in your head like Oprah tells you to? I just, you know, sometimes I have a weird way of, yeah, of just manifesting things that I... I would like to do and they happen. I don't know. I can't, ex- I wish I could explain that. Um, I just, uh, I would like to do X and I find a way and make that happen. That's what I think everybody needs to do really. Well, is it, say, it seems like, you know, the people who are movers and shakers on Broadway have done that. I mean, could you imagine Jennifer Ashley Tepper studying theater history in college and, what the hell are you going to do with that when you get out? And 54 Below didn't even exist. Isn't that insane? And, and then she comes to New York. She's working for a producer. She's in the office. Mm-hmm. She's doing... And, they're say, and they say to her, hey, we want you to be the, the programmer. Yeah. That's incredible. And, you know, and then she turns to creators like me, um, because I never intended to do a solo thing. Uh, I was just writing... Uh, jokes and and putting together set lists for other people for Melissa Erico and Kate Baldwin and stuff and she said you should really just do your own thing and I said nobody would come to that and uh, it sold out and that's why we're here doing the the pride thing it's she's so smart she's so smart we uh, tangentially we di- we we didn't mention Erico in London. You took Erico to London. Oh and did yeah, her show there and things like that. So you're directing other people as well. So uh, tell us uh, briefly how did that go? Uh, London was a yeah. dream. It was uh, a beautiful club there called um, Crazy Cox C O Q S, and um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's sort of the London counterpart to 54 mm-hmm. uh in terms of feel and style it's a beautiful little club um and we had done our Sondheim show here and then we took it to London and uh and then Melissa has just recorded uh an album of it and um we're actually going to bring it back to 54 in the fall uh it was a delight you know she's a premier Sondheim interpreter so and and she's fascinating. Uh, let me ask you about cast recordings. You know, great. When, when you first started listening to them, mm-hmm. were they vinyl? Uh, c- cassette. Cassette. So cassette. It had gone from vinyl to cassette. Mm-hmm. And then cassette goes to, to CD. CD. Mm-hmm. And, and now back to vinyl. Yeah, CD is and also digital. Yeah, digital and vinyl. Um, you know, as somebody who works in the recording industry every day, uh, you know, how, uh, where do you see, you know, uh, certainly it seems like everything is going to be more and more digital and less and less physical. Uh, how does that change the way in which you design packages? Well, oh God, that's a fascinating question. So actually, I don't think that, um, cast albums are going to keep going digital only that's not a trend i see because um the cast album collector and the theater lover in general they're collectors and they want something physical with you know the liner notes and all the photos like my fair lady is 36 page book that's 
just covered in photos. Um, but for every album that I design, I also do a digital version of the album that comes with a, a PDF of the of the CD book. Um, and I try to occasionally, because I'm bound by the rule of four when I'm designing a physical yeah. album, uh, which means that uh, one page folded in half gives me four pages. Yeah. So front, back, front, back, um, and, and multiples of four. Uh, in digital, I can have as many as I want, uh, as long as it's under a certain file size. Um, I, I, the sky's the limit. You know, it could be 100 pages if I really want it to be. I don't know what I would fill that with. But uh, I'm able to sneak in an extra picture or two, um, you know. Uh, and it's also built to a different size because uh, Apple's specifications are that they're built to uh, to the size of their sort of whatever, their iPads or, or their yeah. phones or their um, or their or their or their uh, like computer screens. So. I have to reconfigure everything, specifically the cover, because, you know, you're taking that square and turning it to a rectangle. And so suddenly everything is out of proportion and, and uh, everything has to be relayed in a different way. It's been um, sometimes a challenge, sometimes not at all. Uh, uh, when I just did the Tony album and I had uh, Squig's... Uh, Justin Robertson's beautiful yeah. artwork. Um, of course, that had to be reconfigured for the digital version um, because you know he draws into he draws into like a perfect square for the record, and I'm I have to turn that around and turn it into a rectangle somehow without damaging the work that he created. Huh. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know people may not appreciate how much work goes into something other than the music uh, when they're so putting, much out, work. putting out all this, uh, all the cast recordings and individual performer recordings and things yeah. like that. Um, Alright, Robbie, well, thank you so much for chatting with us uh, in, in our kind of our lull week after the Tonys when Matt and I take some time off and regather our <laughs> senses. <laughs> it's so deserved. <laughs> Uh, you have a show coming up at 54 Below, Saturday, June 23rd at 9.30 p.m., and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Robbie, who loves you more than I do? Got no one in the world, honestly. That's right. Even my mom can't be bothered, so I'm glad that you are. <laughs> Thank you so much for always having me. Thank you.